Hello, everybody. I feel like a massive diva because I totally fucked around with your uh, agenda today. But blame Air India. Which is a very fun flight. So what I'll do is I'll talk you through what what three words is uh, very briefly. Uh, some of you might might know about it. I'll talk you through how we target B two B, and then some of the things that happened. Uh, culminating in uh, in a pretty good August for the um, for the company. So at its most basic, what three words is just a really simple way to talk about location. Does anybody have what three words on their phone? Wow. Okay, that's a good like presentation of uh, of where we are in the UK market at the moment. Um, the reason that we've done this. Uh, is because the world is actually quite badly addressed, and it's quite difficult to talk about patients. So if I wanted to uh, meet someone there, or there, or I wanted to say where I was if I was here, actually it's really difficult to do that. You end up with a kind of long-winded description, which is problematic. Some of the world has got street addresses, right? London's actually very well addressed. But actually, even when you have street addresses, there's a lot of duplication, and they're prone to error. Uh, if I wanted to tell you to meet, tell you to meet at Arcadia Drive, you might mishear me and think I say Acacia Drive. You end up going to the to the wrong place, and that happens absolutely everywhere. If I get into my car now and say take me Church Road, it says there's 14 Church Roads in London. Which one do you actually want to go? If I get into my car and I say take me to two for. 41st Street. It says, do you mean 241 Street or do you mean 241st Street? There's just a huge amount of, uh, of uh, problems with, uh, with addressing. Uh, but if you know the building name, type it in. The problem is the pin drops right in the center of, uh, of the building. As, a, as an individual, if I want to find that main entrance, I've got to wander around for four or five minutes. Kind of frustrating for me. If I am a delivery company and I'm doing that a couple of hundred times a day, actually that's super expensive. And if I'm a first responder and I don't know where I'm going, the implications can be a lot more serious. And then if you're traveling, trying to pronounce any of those, I'm not even going to attempt. Any Welsh people in the audience want to give that one a go? Really, really, really difficult when you're when you're traveling. And you've got homophones in there. So if I want to go to Lawn Road. It might hear Lawn Road, and they're quite close to each other, and you can't distinguish that there's been a problem. There is a universal system out there. GPS coordinates, latitude, longitude, incredibly accurate. They cover the entire planet, but massively difficult to use, like really, really complex to use. No one actually uses these in their everyday life. I don't even know how to do the little circle thing on, on my phone to, if I wanted to type it in. We use location in everything that we in everything that we do. Rise of voice assistance, on-demand delivery, drone delivery, everything we do, there's a location component to it. There's an address component to it. And so there needs to be a, a better way of doing that. And that's what we've done. We take uh, GPS coordinates and we make them user-friendly. We have divided the world up into 57 trillion three meter by three meter squares. And then we've given each one of those squares a three-word address. So everywhere on the entire planet can now be described with just three simple dictionary words. So it means in the middle of the desert in Dubai, you can now say that exact spot, or Iceland. Or if you wanted to go to a football game, no longer does a pin drop in the middle, but you've got multiple entrances and exits that you can now specify very, very, very simply. 
So we've done that in English, but we've also done it in, we're now up to 37 different languages as well. So every system is a, is a unique system. We've done some interesting things with the words, right? So we've put shorter, more memorable words in places that speak those languages because they're much kind of easier to use. Uh, we've taken out um, rude words. Uh, we've taken out homophones. So here is in listen and here is in location have been removed as well. Um, in our Arabic version, we've moved, uh, we've removed um, alcoholic words. Um, uh, we're just about to uh, do Welsh as well. So we're, we're, we're looking to, um, to, to keep going with the languages. Um, uh, another really interesting thing that we've done, and this is important for voice, is we've put similar sounding words very, very far apart. So table chair lamp is in New York. Table chair damp is in Australia. It's a non-hierarchical system. And this messes with people's brains a bit. Um, and the reason we've done that is if I'm sitting in my car in New York and I say, take me to table chair damp, it goes, I think you meant lamp because you're really close to that one. So it's the only system that's got an error detection uh, built into the whole thing. So that's the, that's the basic system. And it is used just like a normal address. Uh, and what we're seeing is people are now adding three-word addresses to their contact pages, um, to their TripAdvisor um, listings, especially if they're in a place with poor addressing. People are adding it to... Their Instagram posts, they're uh, organizing meetups and, and running groups using uh, three-word addresses. The latest guide to Mongolia has just come out um, from Lonely Planet, and they are listing the three-word addresses of all the bars and restaurants and hotels and tourist attractions uh, with three words. They've just brought out the guide to uh, the Middle East. That also features it, and, and Tokyo is coming later on in the year. People are using us for events. Um, People are actually putting us on their buildings. This is uh, D.B. Schenker's headquarters in a massive logistics company in, um, in South Africa. Um, and if you're in the Caribbean and you need a pizza, uh, Domino's will now deliver to a, um, a three-word address. So we have an app which is free for anybody to use, and we have a website which is free for anybody to, um, to use, and that's how, they're, that's how they're using it. Uh, the way the business model works is actually we sell our code to businesses who then integrate it into their own systems. If you want to get a taxi in um, Latin America, you'll use Cabify, which is the Uber of Latin America, and you can specify a pickup and a drop-off to a three-word address. You can get into uh, one of the new Mercedes A-Class, B-Class, C-Class, and say three words, and it knows, again, exactly where you want to, where, where you want to go. We've just been built into Ford, and the reason that I was in India is we've just announced Tata Motors, which is the biggest automotive company in India, have now built us in, both in English and in Hindi as well. So that opens up a, a huge market. At the moment, there's around 10 million cars on the road that will accept uh, a three-word address. We've also been integrated into uh, things like Kakao, which is Google Maps in Korea. Um, so now you don't even need to use our app. You can just tap, and it will say, would you like to see a three-word address? Or you can type in a three-word address directly into it. And that's kind of the business model. We don't want our app to exist in a few years' time. We want our code just to be everywhere. So you say it into a wearable, you type it into a search bar, and it's, and it's recognized. So the whole model is B2B2C. We sell to businesses, and then we help those businesses uh, tell their customers about us. Uh, also important to note that we, we have a kind of big humanitarian spin to the business. So we give our tech away free to... Um, uh, to NGOs, to the UN, to the Red Cross, and to emergency services as well. So we're kind of doing uh, doing business uh, commercially, but we're also we're also trying to do good at the same time. 
Okay, so I'll just kind of run you through. That's the basic system and, uh, and what we do. And I'll just kind of run you through the marketing strategy about how we, we go about um, targeting businesses. Any questions on the tech at all? Good, quick. We don't do height, in case anybody's asking. That's the standard question that we get. Okay, so one of the, uh, one of the things that we did very early on was put down kind of what it is we were all about. And I think one of the key things here is the kind of mission that we're on. And we purposefully went really, really, really big. We want to make the world a better place. It sounds a bit wanky saying it now, but actually it's true. We think that the world is badly addressed and that is frustrating uh, and that is dangerous and that's really inefficient. And that's where we come in and we can solve those things. So we had that on the wall when there was five of us in a shared office with <laughs> three other companies saying, this is what we want to be and we're going to be that big. And the way that we're going to get there is by being a key ingredient for, for businesses and gaining mass adoption through their marketing. Because we're a startup, we've got very, very small budget, so we need to leverage, leverage theirs. And then the other thing that was quite interesting was um, our target audience. And we spent a lot of time talking to people in, say, the logistics space or the GIS space, like geographical information system space. And they're like, what do you mean you don't use GPS coordinates? How can you not remember 18 digits? And you're like, well, because we're kind of normal. Uh, and they were very anti it. And they were like, no, this is the way that it's always been. And actually, when we started, when you speak to people and they instantly get it, and they go, oh, my God, I can use it for this and this and this. Like, those were the people that we needed to focus on. We spent too long focusing on the wrong, wrong people. So we said, actually, our target audience is ambitious innovators. They think differently. They don't, they don't mind the fact they might have the word lettuce in their address. They see the benefits of it. So we have kind of targeted those guys very, very, very tightly. And this is the model that we, um, that we run. Uh, we market to businesses. The businesses integrate that, help them market what three words to their customers. We do a certain amount of, of advertising ourselves, direct to consumers, just to see how people um, use three-word addresses. And then once they're into our ecosystem, we, we see how we can get them to do more. And we try and get, get that wheel spinning. And kind of doing that, we've learned a few things. And I tried to put slides against each one of these, and it just didn't work. So I'm going to read them out, and then I'll go through, and I'll, I'll, uh, hopefully it'll become apparent. I think one of the key things we found is the purpose, kind of what we want to do in the, in the world, how, we, how can we actually make it better. Be very clear about who the target audience is. Make it really easy for people to, to integrate. One of the things we do a lot of is creating serendipity. You're never quite sure what's going to move the dial. There was a meeting with a car company, and they had a big board meeting. And someone stood up and said, has, has anybody heard of what three words? And there was a guy in the room who just got back from Ireland. And he pulled out a tourist magazine and said, yes. Every single listing in this, this like tiny, tiny Irish tourist magazine had three-word addresses in it. And everyone was like, wow, it's a thing. And so we worked really hard to try and create our own luck. And everybody, absolutely everybody counts, because you don't know when that one, you don't know who's connected to who. Build for scale from start. Ready, fire, aim is something that we do a lot of. And again, I'll kind of run through a few of these. And then be really clear on your non-negotiables, what you will and won't do. And that's kind of more as an individual rather than a business. Okay, cool. So the first one is how, how do you market to businesses? Um, we did a lot of awards shows when we first started. We actually won a, a can line for Grand Prix in 2015. Uh, managed to pick up a, a, a bunch more. And it was very specifically because our ambitious innovators looked at all of those things. Those are the people that are actually going to buy us in the, uh, in the end. And it got us some amazing free coverage. And it also forced us to be super concise 
you know, when you're standing up and you're pitching, you've got four minutes to pitch or 90 seconds to pitch. You've got to be really, really, really tight about who it is you are and what you're, and what you're selling. So that was a really, really good exercise to go through. We also targeted, we stayed away from all the startup press and all the tech press. Tends to be fairly cynical. Any journalists in the room? Now, tends to be fairly cynical and kind of of the moment. So we targeted high-level press and opinion leader press. I hired a, a PR agency very, very early on. It was very expensive, but it got us some great coverage. And then we, we did the, the kind of speaking tours, and we got uh, our CEO up on, on stage at TED. Notice there's no X at the end there, which is the, the classic. <laughs> uh, because our audience was, you know, our ambitious uh, innovators listen to this stuff and they read this stuff and they pay attention to, to this stuff. So we did that at a super high level. And then we actually spoke to them kind of individually. Um, this is something that we just put out. We wanted to get in front of all of the uh, CEOs of all the car companies in China. And we knew them, but they loved pins. And they didn't quite see the value of voice, the voice proposition that we have in, uh, in our product. So we were trying to work out a way to get in front of them. We know gifting is a big thing in, uh, in China. We also kn knew it was uh, mid-autumn festival coming up, which was last week. And we were looking, and there's a few kind of uh, myths around mid-autumn festival, the moon festival, where everybody eats mooncakes. And there's a myth about how the princess ended up on the moon. And one of our language consultants was going, the moon, the Chinese for moon is yay. But actually, the, the Chinese for Guangdong province, one of the provinces in China, is also yay. So we thought, hmm, hold on a sec, let's rewrite this myth, where actually the woman wants to go and see her lover in Guangdong and jumps on her magic horse. Bear with me jumps on a magic horse and says, horse, take me to Guangdong. Yay. And the horse goes, yeah, cool, I'll take you to the moon. And that's the story of how she ends up on the moon, because the horse mixes up yay and yay. And so we made these packages. This is the Chinese for moon, and that's the Chinese for Guangdong province, both pronounced. Chinese love wordplay. And we produced 15 of these boxes and hand-delivered them. I sent someone from the team to hand-deliver these to the 15 CEOs of, uh, of all of the car companies in China. Keep an eye out for next week to see how effective it's, it's been. I think we've got a good, uh, <clears throat> we might actually be able to announce something next week. Um, and then we, to give it a bit of scale, we also. Nichiramo,长额奔月的故事,还有另一个版本。很久很久以前,朗朗夜空,明月高悬。长额独坐阁楼,爱人后裔,身在广东上位环。上天念其思夫心切便派来神马可送他到任何心之所及的地方嫦娥对马说飞跃神马抖了抖鬃毛说飞跃吉达啊还没等嫦娥反应过来他已经飞到月亮上不管是神马还是车载导航同音字繁多谁都可能犯错说特定三个词准确到达特定目的地三词地址语音输入的最佳地址系统I'm glad I got a bigger laugh than the film <laughs> So we go on a big, big, big level high level opinion leader credibility um, uh, positioning and then we talk to people individually um, kind of one on one the next thing is when we get into businesses, we make it really easy. And when we start talking to them, we make it really easy for them to buy. And Lots one of the things that we do, 
I'll jump over that. One of the things that we do is we make a lot of film. So all this stuff is made in-house. We've got a team of about 30 marketers. The company's about 100 people now. And we've got 30 marketing people. We've got editors. We've got copywriters. That animator uh, was actually one of our designers. And he was like, yeah, cool. I'll go and brief someone. He's like, no, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to be doing it. Um, we, make, we make everything in-house. We do use agencies every now and again, but we feel that the, the kind of speed and quality of, of work we need to, need to get out, we have to do it in-house. So I basically stole a bunch of people from Ogilvy. Um, uh, they love it. And so we, we use film to sell a lot. So we've made films about every single vertical, and we've got them on our site because what we want to do is, yes, there's a lot of selling direct to, to businesses one-on-one, but what we want to do is we want to get to the long tail. We need people coming to our site, see a film that says, this is exactly how I can use what three words for logistics. Go through, get their API key, sign up, download their marketing pack, and go. That's how we're trying to build for, uh, build for scale. So we're trying to do both ends. And then we make things like this, which was a sales film for Mercedes-Benz. Our customers love to move. From A to B, from here to there, from home to who knows where. They are endless explorers, non-stop navigators. Freedom is their destination, and they want to get there in the easiest way. But addresses don't always get people where they need to be. Small mistakes are easy to make and can send people hours in the wrong direction. And even if they did say Church Road, London, there's a few of those around, and arriving at the wrong one can get a bit awkward. Okay, so an address can point you to a building. But when it comes to finding the right entrance, you're on your own, my friend. And what if you want to go here? Or here? Even here? Enter What Three Words. It's built for the smoothest and most accurate voice experience. Say three words to navigate anywhere. And we mean anywhere. Navigate to What Three Words Brain Bolts Deals. Cake, sleep, bound. Dreamy microwave fluff. Nice. As the first car company to build in what three words, we're leading the way in navigation and mobility. Our customers are the first to benefit, and they will love that, by the way. With what three words along for the ride, we're working on smarter ways for people to get around. Together, we can make getting from A to B as easy as one, two, three. So we made that for, for one person at Mercedes to help them sell to everybody else, the exec team at, at Mercedes. And they went, great. And we made it in a couple of weeks. And they said, great, we want to push this out. We'll, we'll publish this on all our social channels. We'll put it on our website. And we were like, oh, God, it took about six months to negotiate all the rights because we'd obviously chopped all the footage from, uh, from existing things. And that gets to the kind of next part of it, which is once we've done the integration, we actually make adverts for them to push out on their channels because if it's going to cost me x amount to make something actually i can leverage their reach and their media spend to to push that out and it's it's a it's a much better deal so we make everything from educational films we rewrote their website describing what what three words was we did all the call outs all the imagery we did all the filming and we gave them to them and they were great thanks publish and all of a sudden we're in front of you know 10 million people which is great and now they're actually briefing their own agencies to say now what can you create with uh, with what three words monday's future caravan 
So this year we've made adverts for Airbnb, Mercedes, Cacao, Ford, Tata, all in-house for them. Okay, so that's the, the kind of model that we, we try and run. And then the next thing we do is we do a lot of um, consumer advertising, low-level, test-and-learn stuff. So we're, we're looking to see how much it costs to get a download of our app, how much it costs to get people to come back, how we retarget them, what markets work. So actually we used a platform called Gennaro. Does anybody know Gennaro, which is like a, um, a video platform. You put your brief up, how much you're willing to pay. We said actually we wanted 15 drone shots of places. Everybody's noting it down good. We wanted 15 drone shots of places that we could drop in three-word addresses. We wanted Spain, we wanted Germany, and a couple of others. And then someone went, okay, cool, I'll take that brief. So it's a marketplace for, for video creation. Sorry. And so we do a whole heap of ads in loads and loads of different markets to see, see what's working. And then in this bucket, we also do our kind of innovation play. So we've got a rule, which is 80-20 rule, where you do 80% you know what works, and 20% is kind of measurable innovation, just trying new things. One of those things is talking to agencies and talking to people that you maybe wouldn't necessarily talk to because you can't see a direct link, but it might result in something. So... So one of the things, I know the management team at Mumford & Sons, for some reason, um, we had a bit of a, a chat, and what they wanted to do was launch the, um, uh, the UK leg of their, uh, of their world tour with, what, three words? They put out clues on their social media saying, actually, we've hidden tickets at this place. And that worked pretty well. We've got a, a decent spike in kind of people using us. Uh, we also spent some time talking to uh, an advertising agency down in Australia where they uh, ran a, a massive Easter egg hunt in Sydney and Melbourne, and they used that as a template. A lot of, a lot of agencies use Australia as a, a testing ground for kind of big global programs. So this year, did it down in, uh, did a, a big Easter egg hunt for, for Mars. Uh, it worked really well. They're looking to, to kind of roll that out. And again, it gives us really good learnings on how people interact with stuff, not with my money. You know, I could have done a massive Easter egg hunt, but I would have had to pay a lot of cash to get it in front of the right people. I wouldn't have had any brand credibility. We can experiment with, with other partnerships. And then you have things like this that occur. I just in trouble. Found a hidden message in a book. We think it might contain a clue as to where she is. Failed action skin. What does it mean? It's what three words. It's only a matter of time. What three words is a geocoding system that Focus. maps the world into three meter squares, which are each given a unique three word identification. Skin failed action is nine square meters somewhere on the planet. Tigers and guns. It's brilliant. Um, so we didn't pay anything for that, but I'd like to think some of the work we did at the beginning to try and get in front of the right creative people in the right places got in front of some script writers. Now we've been in three, we've been in um, Blind Spot, The Ship, NCIS Los Angeles, uh, Hollywood Movie. Everybody's kind of writing us into kind of popular, uh, popular culture. Um, and then this is my favorite. Fear Movie Lions is the three-word address of precisely where that beer comes off the uh, production line in, uh, in the US. It was a random conversation I had with a, a guy at an event, and he put this beer out, and it is one of our most highly searched three-word addresses on our system ever. And on the back of the can, it, it's a nice description of uh, what, what three words is all about. So you've got all these things that you've got to try. We've had a lot of failures, but actually a few of these things really, really, really work. And then the, the kind of last part of it is, is our customers and trying to get our customers to tell each other about us. There's this one guy called Jim, 
And Jim has got Jim has got two Twitter accounts, and he advocates on our behalf on both of them. I think he even has conversations with himself about uh, what three words. So I actually got in touch with him, and I was like, Jim, we really value you, and could you maybe record something for the company? And this is Jim. Hello, I'm Jim Newman, and I've oh. been following what three words for some years now. This is you don't need to, there's a reveal in a second that actually is worth it. He's basically saying, I'm a big fan of what three words. And I stumbled across it, symbols. Obviously, I think it's a brilliant idea, and I've told most of our family and friends about it, so the word is getting round. Here I am, standing in the middle of our drive. He's standing in his drive. Come on, zoom back, zoom back. That's his three-word address line for his house. And he's even built his own three-meter by three-meter square. And so basically I wanted to tell the company that every single one of these people matters, even though he's a little bit, uh, he's a massive fan. You know, we need to leverage these people and embrace them. And so what we did basically because of Jim, we started a, a super fan group called The Squares. And you can participate in it. You get a little welcome pack. You get a little luggage tag. We give you beta releases of product. We get you involved in uh, in kind of creating the product and, and give you news before anybody else gets it. And we only started it a few months ago. We're up to about 4,000 people now. And they're really valuable because we can understand what um, uh, what they like and what they interact with. And then we can roll that out against the, the rest of our news group of 500,000 people or whatever, but they're a really good group to, to experiment with. Okay, cool. So that, we're B2B, that's what we're all about. And then this happened in, in August where we, we uh, hit number one on both the, the Apple and the, and the Android store. So kind of pulling together all of those things I've just talked about, not entirely sure where the first thing uh, happened, but we did a partnership with Jaguar Land Rover. It was not an integration, it was just a marketing partnership uh, on the Isle of Mull. Now, Mull has no good street addresses. It's also very rugged. Uh, and I, we, we discovered that a doctor, because he was tweeting about it, a doctor started using what three words, the new doctor, to address all his patients so he could find them. We thought, look, we'd really like to help out. So we approached Jaguar Land Rover and said, can you lend us a bunch of your defenders and we'll go off and we'll drive around and we'll deliver three word addresses to everybody on the island. We'll make, a, um, we'll make a film about it. It'd be great PR for us both. With a team of volunteers and a fleet of Land Rover vehicles, we've been able to deliver the Watchery Word plaques all over the island. And this is a huge step in terms of beginning to embed the Watchery Word concept into the way that we deliver healthcare, and that's going to improve the lives of the patients on the island, and we're very grateful to Land Rover. So it was a, a much bigger film, but that's the, that's the basis of it. And then around about the same time, we were doing a bunch of experiments on Facebook seeing who, who reacted to, to adverts. And we saw that actually people who had an affinity with emergency services in the UK were downloading far cheaper than, than anybody else. So we're like, okay, that's, that's quite interesting. Let's double down on people who have an affinity with emergency services. And then this tweet happened yeah, about a year or so ago. So we mobilized uh, a fire engine to this morning to uh, what three words address uh, in a remote location. Uh, and they actually used the system to extinguish a fire. And we're like, okay, this is, this, there's something going on here. And so we got in touch with a few uh, police and emergency services and, and fire services. And it's like, actually, this is a really, really useful tool. So we got built into the infrastructure behind it. 
we gave it to them free. They're not paying anything for it. And then we helped them communicate it. So we, we went on a tour of all of the uh, command and control centers in the UK and talked talk to them about what three words, helped them use the map site. We did webinars to take them through it. We gave them leaflets so they could tell everybody about it. Nick Lyle, massive, massive fan of ours. He was one of the people that really, really counted. Um, this is some of the team at various farm events uh, around the UK. So we, we made a lot of stuff for the police to help, um, help communicate uh, what, what Three Words was about. And the police started making their own stuff that they were pushing out saying, you must download this app because, uh, because it might just save your life. So we had people all over the, the UK doing it. And we thought, well, actually, let's help them do this. So we made a whole series of adverts saying, actually, we'll give these adverts to the police and, uh, and they can push this, uh, push this stuff out. We even put some media money behind it as well ourselves because, again, this is not a not-for-profit thing for us. We thought it's the right thing to do. And then we started getting stories through. And the stories we get on a daily basis about the system are, are phenomenal. Um, this is a... Uh, one recording of, of, of how it's being used. Fire service, what's the emergency? Hi there, um, I'm out running and there's basically a wood on fire. Do you use the app, what, three words? I do. It's not ironic. It's not ironic. The Lonham in Bedfordshire. Lonham, okay. Yeah. I'm literally in a field. Uh, right, so I'm located three words in Lonham, Paddlers and Bookshelf. Okay, that's So loving paddlers and bookshelf. Yeah. Okay, right, I've got you now. So I think the nearest main road to you is probably the Tempsford Road that goes over yeah, the little humpback bridge with yeah, the lights. Exactly, yeah. I've parked this along from there actually. Okay, all right. I'm going to get so them to come out there, there and then they should be able to see it. Yeah, we'll see the smoke. Okay, that's brilliant. And thank okay. you. And thank you all for right, using right. the app. That's really helpful. Thanks. Bye. So that's happening. Uh, that's happening on a daily basis, and the police are putting out these uh, stories. And not only that, but people are putting out the stories, saying, "Actually, I use this system. This is how it works. This is quite. I've got a twelve-year-old kid. This is this is the good one, right?" So my colleague's twelve-year-old son was in a car accident. His grandma's injured, and he didn't know where he was. He phoned nine 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 nine, and because he had what three words app on his phone, they could locate him straight away. And that's the beauty of this, of working with the police on this, is that these stories are happening on social media constantly. And that is driving uh, massive downloads of the system. And then the BBC got wind of it and all the newspapers got wind of it. Um, and we featured on, on a variety of them. It was even on with Lorraine Kelly. Uh, so a massive spike in use of the, of the system. And that's what driven, has driven us to number one. The challenge is, is that everybody's saying, I've got the app. I hope I never have to use it. So that's the next phase is to go, actually, no, you can use it to meet your mates. It's not just, a, not just for emergency services. Uh, and then I guess finally, the, the one thing that we did uh, when we redesigned our identity is we designed it for uh, everyday use. And we have the three slashes in our logo, so you can type it. And then this is, I think this is, for me, a kind of watershed moment. No one mentioned what three words at all in that, but because of the three slashes, they went, oh, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. We're trying to become a hashtag for location. So the way that we've designed everything is to, uh, is to, is to, drive, is to drive that. OK, so that's basically it. In a snapshot, find your purpose, know your who, remove the barriers and make it really, really easy. Work really hard to kind of create your own luck. Everybody counts. Build for scale. Ready, fire, aim. We put stuff in market as quickly as we can, and then we iterate after that. We don't try and get it perfect. 
And then the last thing is your kind of non-negotiables. What are the things that you won't, you won't do? Um, everybody at What Three Words has a passion project. On the side, I actually own a gym in Clapham, and it helps me detach from this startup life, which can be all-consuming. And everybody in, the, everybody in the business has got their own thing that they do to, uh, to stop themselves going crazy. And that's the team. Let's go.